In the following live session recording, Dwayne Warfield, Associate Professor of Music and Director of Bands at Shorter University in Rome, Georgia, talks about church orchestra how-tos. In this session, the listener will learn about how to have effective church orchestra rehearsals, new ideas for enlistment, and how to sustain your church orchestra program. Let's join Dwayne now. Uh, this is a church orchestra how-tos. So, uh, but I've been asking, like the other sessions, I've been asking what their background is, and I kind of heard when you guys were talking to the keys, so uh, that kind of helps me tailor the, the talk a little bit, but open discussion. So if there's anything I say you have a question about, feel free to, to chime in. I do have handouts. I apologize, they're not exactly, I should have preferred them a little more, but band camp, I was a little busy, and I was downstairs and making more notes on it and changing what I said on here, so. Um, but uh, there's three main things listed, and that was you know having effective rehearsals, recruitment, and sustaining your church orchestra. Uh, and both of you have instrumental background, is that what I heard? So trumpet and maybe tuba or something. So uh, a little background on me. I mean, he gave a little bit, but uh, I came from Starkville, Mississippi, and I was at First Baptist Starkville there as the director of instrumental ministries, which is basically the, the church orchestra uh, director. And uh, but I did some things like I sometimes I'd lead the choir, sometimes I'd lead worship. But there was a music minister I was I was under. So, uh, but that was my first taste of really being over an orchestra. Before that, I've been I mean I've been doing school band since I graduated uh, undergrad. So, um, most of my experience is going back to Starkville. But uh, I'm in the process of trying to start a church orchestra at my church, which is Pleasant Valley North in Rome, Georgia. So. A lot of this, I'm, I'm dealing. I'm dealing with myself and trying to get it started. And it's it's tough, uh, especially since there was nothing there beforehand. Uh, the the choir is strong. You know, they have a praise band that's strong. Uh, now my wife is also the piano player, so that helps. And one thing that's a challenge is our music minister doesn't really have a music background. Like he didn't go to school for music, so uh, not that that's bad, but he doesn't quite understand all the in and out, especially the instrumental side, because he never played an instrument. So. Uh, but, uh, so everything I say is just take it and uh, do what you want with it, but uh, uh, I'm not saying I have all the answers, because I don't. But And I appreciate the feedback, too. Those earlier I had discussion, and uh, I, I was actually learning something from the other guy here. So uh, Having re effective rehearsals, the first thing I have listed is remember that they are volunteers. Uh, for the most part, if you're just taking people from inside the church, they're volunteers wanting to have fun and just worship. Uh, they are not music majors, so rehearsals should not be, or should be productive, but they should also involve some, you know, socializing, getting to know them, being patient with them, especially if they're late or they're they're absent one Sunday, um, or from a rehearsal, uh, if they're playing wrong notes in the wrong key, which is very possible with church orchestra music because of all the uh, weird keys you have to play in. Uh, but I found, you know, just to get to know them one-on-one, -on -one, and I do the same thing at Shorter with my band, you know, I get to know the students one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, of course, it's a little different there because they get a grade for it, so I have to be a little bit on to them, and I'm trying to teach them life skills, so uh, so it has to be different in a church orchestra where you're a little more lenient and things, but uh, just being there for them and letting them socialize. I think it's the main thing is they're, they want to have fun. They're trying to look for something where they can connect the people within the church. Mm -hmm. So... Um, you know, you want to make sure, unless you hire, and then if you hire musicians, that's a whole different story. We can kind of get into that later, maybe. Um, but, you know, some churches do hire, especially for Christmas and Easter, they'll hire 
hire uh, members, and I play a lot of, around different churches because they they'll pay me to come in and play. But um, uh, and that's that's a little different then, of course. But um, you know, try to get the music to him ahead of time to give him plenty of time to practice. So I said, you know, my music minister doesn't have much music background, instrumental side anyway. He doesn't understand the the time I need to rehearse and to get the instrumentals together. So uh, he's been learning, and he's he's very open to this. He's very you know he's talking to me like so. How do you do this? And uh, so he's very open to the idea. It's just a matter of getting students or getting uh, players together. But get get it to him ahead of time. And so some things is you know singing to him in a PDF, <clears throat> having hard copies available for him. How, are you familiar with Planning Center? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and that's what one thing I was learning this morning. And I remember doing Starkville, but I didn't really put things on there. And I didn't realize how much you could put on there. So he was uh, explaining to me this morning, the other guy was, um, about how much you can use Planning Center to have all the music on there. And as you select it, then it's available for the musicians. So I think that's a great way to do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, and if you don't have access to that, then of course there's Google Drive or um, other cloud options to do that. Mm -hmm. But is there anything else you guys do, or is Planning Center pretty that's much Yeah, we use Planning yeah. Center, yeah. Okay. Um, and you can also communicate, right, through Planning Center? Yeah. So, uh, I was going to mention another app called the Band app. It has nothing to do with Band. It's just called the Band app. But um, I've been using that lately, too, to communicate with uh, students. So, uh, But if you have Planning Center, you probably don't want to download another app. So, uh, you can... Uh, what about rehearsals? When do you guys meet? So, <coughs> remind me again. You actually have orchestras in place. You're just trying to yeah. build them up. Right. So how do you what, what, when do you rehearse? We meet. Um, mine is at six thirty, seven thirty on Wednesday. Okay. And then I bring them back Sunday morning at nine o'clock. Okay. We choir. We run. You know what we're doing for Sunday. Sure. Okay. Choir. Now is that six thirty, seven thirty without choir? Then? Right. It's just yeah, full hour with orchestra. Then then I do choir. You know after that. Okay. They have two separate rehearsals, and I bring them all together back Sunday morning, nine o'clock. Sure, together. Uh, how about you? We do same on Wednesday. We do a six thirty to to seven thirty, and then we all meet together from seven thirty to eight. And run run Sundays, um, but we don't bring them in on Sunday morning. We have, we do the uh, uh, praise band and the instrumentalist, uh, but then we have the other you know uh, orchestra folks that we bring in later on. Yeah, I think getting them together on that Wednesday night, if you can, is helpful. Oh, it's crucial. Because yeah. Sunday morning, if something doesn't go well, then you're kind of, uh-oh. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, uh, but I mean, if it, whatever works for you. And that's the other thing is every church is different. Mm -hmm. And so whatever works for you, if it's working, don't change it. So, uh, but yeah, it's, when I was at Starkville, uh, I think we would meet, like we would meet actually at the same time in like the last 15 minutes or 20 minutes. We'd get together and kind of run things if need be. Uh, but at least I could run, you know, I'd run the other step with them and somebody might be in there singing along just to make sure. But, mm -hmm. um, and then Sunday mornings we would meet. Uh, we had two services, so it was, I think it was like 7.30 or something. It was early. Mm -hmm. uh, early for them, it wasn't early for me. But, um, and we try to run things and make sure. Uh, so that's good if you can do that, the Wednesday nights and Sunday, I mean, just two rehearsals to get that together. If it's something bigger, obviously, you got to meet more than that. Uh, I know for Easter and Christmas productions or bigger ones, we would sometimes, uh, you know, we do like a Saturday uh, rehearsal or something. Hello. Hey, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Good. Are you... Uh, I'm volunteering, but then I'm also a student. Okay, no, that's <laughs> fine. I was going to ask if you have... A, 
a part of a church orchestra, leading one, trying I'm to start a church orchestra. This, oh, okay. Well, then you can fill us in on what you guys do, too. So. Oh, okay. When do you guys rehearse? We rehearse on Wednesday nights from um, 6.45 6.45 until 8.30. Okay, and do you rehearse with the choir at all? On uh, no, I don't go to the choir. Uh, mainly here. Well, I mean, does the instrumentalist rehearse with the choir for Sunday? Uh, yes, we do that um, right close to um, any given performance. It used to be like every other Wednesday night we would do it. Uh -huh. We'd have both, both uh, choir and orchestra meet downstairs. And <clears throat> they'd do the sound checks down there and all that business. Okay. And um, it was usually on, on a maybe a production that kind of um, mm -hmm. was real involved. Say there were several uh, either changes or there's going to be maybe some drama involved. And that's when we need to get things coordinated. Right. Okay. <clears throat> We were just running over a few things, and then, um, you know, even and selecting music that's, I wrote down easy to put together, but you know, it's simple to put together, and especially if you don't have professional musicians in there, or a lot of musicians that are uh, mature, I guess might be a word to use. Um, those praisecharts.com, those can be challenging sometimes, yeah, even for me to play. Yeah, so, they are challenging. <laughs> so, I mean, a lot of times I've watered them down if need be, but... Uh, just keeping it simple, especially if you're trying to grow it, I wouldn't put that in front of the first rehearsal. That might scare them away. So keeping stuff simple, you know, hymns are always good, and then I'm sure you have access to the orchestral parts and your mm -hmm. hymnal things. So that's always good. It sounds like you guys already got this going. So, um, you know, with recruitment, this is uh, now this is why I love. I love the recruiting part. I don't know why, but I also love it shorter. And I love going out, trying to get students in. But uh, even so, the church in Starfield, you know, we started with two or three in the orchestra and we, it grew to over 20 I think by the time I left which is great mm -hmm. and so I have some ideas on that but you probably you may have already thought of these too but uh, one thing to do is just having people in front of the church playing solos duets ensembles so people can see that and then if they've ever been in that they might get excited and want to do the same thing so and that's you know people in the church doing that but also bringing in people to do it so uh, if you have a local college or high school I think bringing those people into play is a great idea, and a lot of times, uh, you know, they can work on stuff with their teacher, and then prepare that, or you know, they can put together something too. But it also gets them out and gives them performance experience, and especially for music majors, and that's they're always looking for those performance experience, or the teachers are wanting them to go out and perform to give them more experience. Um, and you can find solos and duets anywhere if you're looking for music. You know, J.W. Pepper is a good place for, for solos and duets and ensemble stuff. Uh, Jeff Cranfill at First Baptist Atlanta, he has a lot of solos and duets and things that you can do. Um, also, just taking a hymnal and just playing a hymn through is also fairly easy. So, um, meet just for fun, just to play hymns and things. Maybe just say, we're going to have a reading session or something. Uh, now, of course, I know you guys have a lot of free time, so, <laughs> and that's my problem, is trying to find time from my full-time job to have time to start this orchestra, but uh, it does take a lot of time, and, and you could plan something every night, but a lot of times people just aren't that available, but maybe once a month or something, have a fun time, or once every couple months, uh, just to play through things and have beginners come in, maybe have, uh, now I've never done this, it just sounds like a good idea to me, so, um, I wish I could start this, but it, it's similar to what I've done in, in public schools uh, teaching. So, um, but finding music you can just kind of read through, and then 
maybe one of those pieces would work out to actually play in church as you as you rehearse it during your uh, during the meeting you have. Maybe you have a Bible study where you invite instrumentalists and then you guys actually get together and play afterwards, or you play and then have a Bible study. Uh, just getting together again that socializing thing. I think a lot of you know for me right now I'm trying to connect in my church and we've been there uh, a couple of years now, but I'm still trying to connect with people in the church and there's no orchestra for me to connect with. Mm-hmm. And I don't really want to sing in the choir, so um, I play the trombone much better than I sing. So um, uh, I'm still looking for those, you know, those connections. Um, find instrument, and so for recruitment too, find instruments in your church, like retired band directors, band directors, uh, music majors, college students uh, who may be playing the band, high school students that play in the band. Um, if you can find those in your church. And then grow from there too, and, um, especially band directors, because <clears throat> if you need an instrument, well, I got this student, maybe he'll come and play with you, and, or find music majors. Well, I, I have a friend who plays oboe. I can see if they'll come and play for the Christmas production or the Easter production, and then maybe once they get there, they'll enjoy the church, and then they'll start coming too. So um, there's also community bands in the area that maybe you can reach out to them. There's um, a lot of people out there that are looking for places to play because they're they're too old to go to college, they're not in high school anymore. So, uh, and their church may not have an orchestra. So, putting out flyers or talking to the directors of the community bands. There's a group called the New Horizons Band. Have you ever heard of the New Horizons Band? No. It's uh, it was started uh, I want to say 20 years ago or so, but back at Eastman School of Music, and uh, by Dr. Roy Ernst. But he was looking for something for age 55 older adults. And so it's it's grown now to nationwide and maybe even worldwide, but uh, it, uh, it's mostly 55 years and up. I'm trying to start. I'm actually trying to restart at, at, at shorter, the Rome one. But there's a lot of uh, adults in there that have, you know, they play in the community band. They play in New Horizons band. They'll even drive an hour to another community band. They're just looking for places to play. They'll go to the local senior centers and play. So, um, and I'm sure if I get an orchestra started at this church, uh, if I was looking for somebody, they'd be willing to come play there too. So, um, just, you know, a lot of instrumentalists, musicians are looking for outlets. Where can they play their instruments? So that might be a, another place to kind of reach into. And I know there's a lot of new, there's several new horizons around. I know like in Marietta, there's one, there's one north, uh, north of Atlanta. I can't remember where at. But uh, I know they're around. If you go to the New Horizons website, uh, just type in New Horizons Band, you should be able to find it, and uh, it'll show you on the map where they're located. So they might be good to reach out to those directors there, too. How about you? Where else have you pulled from that? Well, we're fortunate. Uh, with Valdosta. We've oh, got Valdosta that's right. State right there, and I, <clears throat> I teach at Valdosta State, oh. so it's, it's convenient. Yes. But, um, yeah, we've got uh, band directors, and everything that you say is... I mean, that's it. I want to pull some high school players in, but I'm struggling with how, how to approach that uh, because we have a lot of activities on Wednesday night for our youth. So Uh-oh. that's, the, I mean, and we've got some great players that are playing with youth, so we're, just, we're trying to, you know, figure all that out. Uh, so I was going to, you know, ask you a lot of questions on, you know, your attitudes kind of toward that. Uh, but uh, that's, that's what we've been, how we've been trying to reach out, which has been working pretty well. Yeah, well, that's tough because on Wednesday night, if you have youth stuff, it they is. want they want to do that too. Yeah. So and I get it, I, and I want them to be active in the youth. So yeah, yeah. 
but you need them at rehearsal because you don't want to do Sunday morning and see. <laughs> we got a little fortunate here at this church. <clears throat> Our youth pastor uh, got involved at Jonesboro High School. So when he got people plugged in over there, and of course um, we had um, the Christian athletes guy, mm -hmm. oh, uh, yeah. Mike Roby's his name, he got involved over there. So what happened uh, with all that was um, with, with those two factions coming in from one end, uh, Patrick, our director here, was able to go ahead and recruit through them since they were already starting yeah, yeah. the fellowship there, and we just kind of just pulled some folks. Mm -hmm. And even if we just were temporary, I mean, we've worked with three other high schools too, and when Christmas comes, you had a big production. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, you always want to, and, and, and how we like to do it here is anybody we reach out to and, and, and we, we bring in, I always want to try to get a picture, uh, at least when we get two or three percussions that we need in the back. Mm -hmm. I always try to get a little group photo, then I, I'll send a copy of that to that guy and say, you know, thanks for being with our orchestra this, yeah. this season, yeah. for, this, for this concert, rather. I mean, a lot of directors are wanting their students to go out and to perform in the, mm -hmm. in the community. Uh, a friend of mine teaches at Martha Ellen Stillwell School of the Arts here in town. So I went to visit him today, and he said he requires the students to play their outside ensemble. And so, I mean, you've got community bands, but most of them, a lot of them play in churches. So, uh, but, uh, so band camp was this past week, and the youth pastor from my church actually came over and actually fed him a meal one time. So, uh, and we did that. We did that two did weeks that. ago for, of course, Belmont has a big band down there. Yeah, we fed the band at, from our church. So, okay, uh, yeah, and that was which one, is a great idea. Huh? It is. It really and is. He was, and I let him lead a devotional too. Mm -hmm. Of course, we're a Christian school. We can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little <coughs> sketchy on some other things, but uh, not sketchy. But it may be hard yeah, for yeah. them to get to do that mm -hmm. in a public school. But, um, but even just taking like popsicles or something. Band camp wise, uh, just to do that and introduce yourself and say, hey, we're always looking for players. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, if you're just, just going to do it every once in a while, I think they would seem like they might want to miss, not want to, but they might be willing to miss youth for a one rehearsal thing. But uh, other than other than changing the time, I don't know what else to do. Yeah, we're still trying to figure it out. We're still trying to maybe move it up 30 minutes, maybe to you know yeah. 5:45. It's of course we have uh, dinner too, so. We could get them in there for even 30 minutes, and they only played maybe once a month on a Sunday. Maybe that would. But we're we're looking at several options right now. Okay. Trying to figure it out. Yeah, I'll keep thinking of that. Yeah. Keep talking and see if anything pops in my head there. But, uh, visiting the schools was one idea I had. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. Uh, not even just the youth pastor, but even just the music minister. If he would go out, because even in the choir, there's a lot of students. I bet you get in the choir too. What I'm struggling to find is, which is hard. I mean, when I was at Snow, first pad, I had plenty of string players, but I don't have any violins or, you know, violas. Of course, I put my keyboard player playing strings, but still, it'd be nice to have, you know, violins. I found that, well, in Starkville and in Rome, yeah. it's just hard to find It's just not, they don't teach strings, you know, where I am. I'm in Somerville, Georgia. I'm not far from Shorter. Oh, okay. We're in Somerville, Georgia, Drive Alley Baptist, my church. Oh, okay. I think you've got one of my members, Rose Woods, playing yes. that player. Yeah. yeah. She's a member of my church. Oh, okay. Yeah, the place. But that's the thing that I'm trying to, you know, to find, of course, there's not any string programs around there. I'd have to bring them and hire them, you know, yeah. for special events. But That's the thing. We have to start yeah. hiring. That costs a lot of money. Right, so if you can find yeah. some of them. Yeah, the only uh, school in Rome with an orchestra is Rome High. Yeah. But the uh, county schools don't have orchestras around, around yeah. us anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, Y'all have strings here, don't you? Yes, we do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, we do have a couple of string players that are shorter, but we don't have a string program really. It's just now, well, Darlington School does have a string program too. I guess okay. I forgot about this Darlington. Probably uh, about a thirty-minute drive probably. Yeah. From my church. Do y'all have strings? We don't. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, I have a, a couple strings in the, the orchestra, but we Valdosta State has a yeah. obviously an orchestra. Uh, they don't have uh, strings in the high schools. Yeah. Uh, they do have a. It's called the South Georgia String Project, which. Uh, they, but that's one element that we just are really lacking. And we right. do the same thing that y'all do, or do string reduction parts on the right. keyboard, that's which I I, I'd love to have a, you know, yeah. five strings or ten strings. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah I don't know, like, uh, is anybody at Dalton State? Oh, they have an orchestra program? I don't think so. I'm not sure. I know they have, I mean, they have a band program, but I don't know if they have a string yeah. or not. Uh, I'll keep thinking on that one, too. Yeah, strings are always hard to find. Mm -hmm. Or kind of like your oboes, or you know, trying to find, or a good oboe player, mm -hmm. <laughs> trying to find some of those too. Uh, so, how many do you have in your orchestra right now? Or I got rows playing in it. Uh, probably around thirteen. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How big a church is uh, Snellville? Uh, well, I'm at Dry Valley. I used to be at Snellville. Oh, yeah, that's Dry right. Valley. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, around four hundred to five hundred. Oh, okay. Snell, of course, we ran back then. I was around 2000, but that was back in the early 90s when I was mm -hmm. there. So I had like five violins, five cello, uh, two cellos, five violas, so wow. I think it's string. Because they had a big string program back then, yeah. Gwinnett County. Oh, yeah. 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 So. so where's Dry Valley? Is that in Somerville? It's in Somerville. It is. Okay. is cl well, it's close to Trine, but it's got a Somerville address. Okay. We're about probably two miles from Trine High School. Oh, I know where Trine High School yeah. is, so, okay. Go down that road, it's right in there, turn off that road. Oh, right okay. Um, I didn't know you were up there, so. Yeah. I'll have to ask Rose, is she playing in the orchestra? Yeah, okay. her dad plays trombone. Oh, okay. Well, good. Well, her brother plays baritone, too. Yeah, he plays in there, too. He goes okay. to Trine High School. So I've got three of them. Okay. Same family, yeah. That's good. Mm -hmm. um, if you ever need strings, let me know, because it's shorter. I know we have some string players that... Uh, they might be willing to come up and play. Sometimes they're looking just for a way to, yeah. an outlet. Um, uh, yeah, looking for more instrumentalists, uh, putting a blurb in your bulletin, I'm sure you thought of that, or announcing it in church. Or I was uh, looking over here what they have at this church, if you don't mind me. Oh, go right ahead. Right ahead. <clears throat> what do you play? I, I'm the professionalist. Okay. They have these little cards here I saw, so I, I actually took one too to see. Okay. And then they also have these that they fell out, I guess. Mm -hmm. Just to, yeah. But I thought, I like the little cards here, I thought that was a good idea. I don't know if you can use them huh? Yeah, I, I've got three or four. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was nice, you know, just, uh, and they just list a couple bullet points, play with full orchestra and leave worship weekly, fun rehearsals Wednesday at 645, are they fun? Mm -hmm. they're, okay. they're great. They're great, huh? He's 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 trying to get the social aspects back in the orchestra because yeah, it. yeah. it's it's it, it came down to one point where we came and sat down, tuned, and he got up, tick tick tick, and we played, and then as soon as that eight thirty clock hit, boom, every, the cases are closed and everybody's out that door. Yep. So nobody knew each other. Right. You know, we knew of one another, we knew each other's names, but past that, nothing. And he's finally kind of said, no, we need to socialize, we need to have a prayer time, and even a, a what do you call it, a devotion. 
Yeah. Something good. Yeah, and, that's good. And the same thing, I mean, even if it's shorter with the band, it's, mm -hmm. you know, I'll, I'll tell some stories and try to, you know, tell some jokes and things. Mm -hmm. It's just, I don't get, not just serious all the time, but um, uh, one thing, uh, a community band uh, used to be in Starkville, he used to have, uh, for each section, would bring like a snack or something. <laughs> So at the end of her, no, in the middle of rehearsal, it was a two-hour rehearsal, of course. So you would you wouldn't have one that long at church, but in the middle of rehearsal, you'd have a, a break where they would have some some uh, snacks and things. So uh, doing that once a month or trying to do something like that, that might be fun too. So um, you know, string parts that challenge, develop sight reading skills, and then quarterly concerts and social events. So. Um, <laughs> I can quickly tell you what we tried this. This um, beginning of the new season, uh -huh. I guess we call it, because the whole week, the whole month of July, we take off. Okay. They give everybody a break, mm -hmm. and they come back. And when um, August hits, of course, you start getting ready for Christmas. Right. But um, <laughs> <laughs> over there, yeah. uh, Patrick put up a welcome back. I don't know if you saw the all the paperwork done and stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. and, well, anyway, this is how he dressed up the first night. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he dressed up like Box, <laughs> and he just really made it fun. Everybody had it was a hilarious little oh, good little gig. Yeah, sometimes you have to get creative. But, uh, <laughs> How many y'all have? We have about thirty. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, that was later on. Um, taking time off, I put in there. Simple. Well, I think I wrote it down later. That's not on the sheet, but. Uh, you know, it's good to give them a break too, because if you just keep going, 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 mm -hmm. and in the summertime, your students—they're on summer vacation, or your college students go back home. So uh, it's nice just to get a little break, and for you to get a little break, so you don't get burned out too. Um, and of course, you know, once you make those connections in the school and at colleges and things, uh, those students will invite other students. Hopefully, mm -hmm. will help it to grow, but. Uh, I always kind of wondered about the discipleship. Uh, you know, a lot of it really essentially turns into evangelism and the presentation of the gospel at some point. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and um, when you do, luckily, or fortunate, or fortunate enough to find somebody who does turn their heart over to Christ, then the discipleship comes in next. And that's where you want to try to keep them. Mm -hmm. uh, or if not, groom them to go and do what they're doing here somewhere else. And uh, that, that was one of my big things is, you know, if we can pray on that. That's what I was telling Patrick one time. But let's, let's just pray on people coming in and, and, and honing their musical skills and, and praising the Lord through the, what they, they have been given as a talent. Mm -hmm. And then um, whether it be the will that God moves them on or mm -hmm. keeps them here, mm -hmm. we'll see at that point. Yeah, that's good. That's kind of how we have to look at it. And like you're saying, you know, people will come and go. It's just it's just a given. But if you can have people hang around in that spiritual set, I would say. Yeah, I rather, than just, a, rather than just have somebody come to your orchestra and play and go home. You know, just, yeah. I did that church thing. Okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> I should have put number one is pray first. You know. And I did that on my other presentation I gave earlier um, about starting one, but I should have put that here too. But you know, God usually provides. You know, it's mm -hmm. just he like does. a shorter band. I've seen. I lost my sousaphone player. Well, then now I've got two now. So, mm -hmm. and they played different other instruments, but they were able to also play sousaphone and just uh, 
he's been providing instruments for me and filling in spots that I didn't know where they're going to come from. So that uh, he'll do the same thing for the church orchestra too. Yeah, I'm with you. I was wanting to go to your other presentation, but uh, was that just kind of an overview of? It was. Uh, yeah, I took bits and pieces of it, and I'm using it in these other mm -hmm. ones I'm giving today and tomorrow. But I can give you a handout I used okay. that one too. But it was basically just starting one, and yeah. I talk about some of the same things. Mm -hmm. I tried to try to make them a little different, but yeah. Good, good. Uh, I think we talked a little more. Well, music is selection is tomorrow, but we did talk about that too. Mm -hmm. I kind of briefly hit some of the topics, I guess, in that one. Where we're going a little more in depth in these now, but, mm -hmm. but yeah, I'll be happy to give you those handouts after yeah. that too. That'd be great. Um, kind of in with the recruitment too. I also have it under sustaining your church orchestra, though. Is and I added it later. It's not on that list, but you know, inviting area schools maybe to play one Sunday morning or in a Sunday evening concert. So if you have a private Christian school in your area or a private college, uh, Shorter University or uh, what, True McConnell or Bruton Parker, those are good to invite in or we take tours. Mm -hmm. But if, you know, I'd love to, you know, I talked to my church once about trying to do this and we haven't quite got it worked out yet, but to have us come in one Sunday morning and maybe play along with the worship service, mm -hmm. uh, kind of like a big orchestra would, like at this church or something. So. Uh, doing that, or uh, you know, if we go on tour, then playing on Sunday evening, or sometime throughout the, the week. But doing that, and the people in the church will come and see that. Um, maybe it'll get them excited about getting an orchestra. Uh, so, I guess it was this before summer. That was when we first got an orchestra together at my church I'm at now, and uh, there was about six of us. And after that, everybody was. The pastor's like, can we have this every week? And everybody's asking, can we have this every week? And I'm like, well, I'd like to. It's just, it takes a little while to plan this and, and do it. So, of course, the next time we tried it was over the summer, and I couldn't get anybody to come and play because they're all gone. So uh, it went okay, but uh, it wasn't, a, you know, I, I didn't think it was as good as the first one. And, uh, uh, we're also trying to play some of those praise charts, which were tough. So, but. Uh, Trying to work that out to get things planned ahead of time. So he says about starting it up in, again in uh, September, I think, trying to get the orchestra going again. The other problem we have is space. We don't have a big stage like here, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we we set up in the choir loft a little bit, but we really need bigger space. And he's trying to figure out how to rework the stage to to make it work too. Mm -hmm. Do you have plenty of space at your churches for a, an orchestra? Or? Okay, that's good. Um, so sustaining your church orchestra, uh, you know, keeping it going. So we've talked about some things, and same some things that fall in recruitment also fall here with the socialization and things. Socializing, uh, I have keep a consistent rehearsal schedule, only because you know if you keep moving it around, then people get confused when it is. So if you have that time slot on Wednesday nights and then Sunday mornings, they kind of know exactly when it is, and that's where where I penciled in here. Give time off. Uh, and remember that summer's always busy and people are in and out with vacations and things and students are leaving. So, uh, and if you don't have a college around you, then I guess uh, you're not pulling from that as much. But uh, hopefully some of those students will be coming home then to the area that they can participate. So your summer might be better off to have the orchestra too. Um, you know, a lot of time for social activities to get to know the musicians and their families. I mean, uh, Remember in Starkville, I keep saying that, I hate to say that, but uh, he would have this all over to his house, and the whole family. So, uh, all the orchestra members and their families. So, it was good to get to know everybody and, and, and just make some connections that way. 
um, and find other outlets to have your members perform outside of church, maybe. So, you know, uh, small church uh, functions or malls or you know, just different things, especially on Christmas time, it's easy to put together a little thing. Um, but, you know, playing in church is good, but getting them out in the community and doing some things might help to bring in other people. Also help to give some exposure to your orchestra that uh, that your church does have an orchestra. Kind of like shorter, uh, they never marched in a, a parade until I got there, and then I we started marching in the wrong Christmas parade. Well, you started hearing, oh, shorter has has a band, and so it kind of gives exposure and helped. Uh, I think it helped with the growth. Um, now I was looking at this from my angle. Uh, letter D is try to work with music minister to have a Christmas and Easter orchestra. Uh, only because in my situation, I'm not the music minister. If you are the music minister, then you can talk to yourself about doing this. But um, but I think it's good. You know, Christmas and Easter are great to, great time to bring in or have a large orchestra if you can hire and can afford to do that. And if you can't afford to pay, maybe you can talk to some area students to get that together. Uh, do you really start Christmas music in, in uh, August? Uh, sometimes it gets handed out that early, yeah. and then. Uh, what we used to do every other year too is have her like a praise night, uh -huh. and that would occur uh, in mid-September or toward the end of September, and then we'd jump right into Christmas music after that. Okay. But uh, a lot of it is just we get new players every year, so a lot of the Christmas music kind of has to be um, uh, worked out with the new players in mind. Yeah. <clears throat> all the older ones, they you know, this is all a little old hat anyways, but uh, you find out that uh, what you know a lot of, a lot of people don't know either. So. You want everybody to be comfortable in the end. Right. You also don't want them to get tired of it, though, by December. Mm, no. Know you're doing it. Yeah, we're handing ours out next week. Oh, really? yeah. yeah. Yeah, we are. Too. But he's oh, always, he always hands the yeah, yeah, You always get the worship stuff first. That's the, that's the first block of the rehearsals, mm -hmm. the, the, the coming Sunday stuff. And then we'll go in the rehearsal folders, and he'll find two challenging pieces, and then the Christmas stuff. Okay. And then that way, uh, it's always best to do some sight reading because we found out that sight reading kind of keeps all the skill players really honed because it makes them think. Right. When you do all the old stuff all the time, you just, you're so into it, your fingers know what to do already. Do you send out recordings of the music for your instrumentalists? Uh, we we uh, live on what is known as Planning Center. Yep, that's yeah. the, yeah, we were talking about okay. that new before you got here, but. Uh, and, uh, that, that's where everything is. Okay. It's odd for us. I mean, we. we we did a questionnaire, I guess three weeks ago, because I was thinking everybody's going to do planning center. And it was odd because we asked the choir what they wanted to do, and the vast majority, with the exception, exception of about, about five, said CDs. <laughs> and we asked the orchestra, of course, we've got the praise men in there, and so they're already on planning center. But the vast majority, except for the, maybe one, said planning center. So we explained what planning center was to those that didn't didn't understand it. And, but it's different population too. We've got an older choir, Start to say, younger yeah. orchestra, a uh, younger praise band. How do y'all, how do you do the, the rehearsals? I mean, I, I mean, as far as the songs in the rehearsal, I mean, uh, I mean, we've been, we do, a, I, mean, I try to play a, several weeks out, sometimes two, hopefully three, uh, and we try to put the praise and worship songs in, you know, when we go with everybody, so I don't really have time to work the praise and worship songs. I don't have time to work that. The music. We try to do a special every couple of weeks, um, so that's been a challenge. And I don't know, I don't know 
how to do it. I mean, we're just like to balance the rehearsal time. Yeah, to, with we got to get through this stuff. Let's get through. Uh, we got to get through these six songs and or more, six or eight or nine or. I think sometimes, and you can say what you guys do. Uh, I think we actually started a little bit earlier. Uh, mm -hmm. Actually, started the rehearsal a little bit earlier and did Christmas, and then went on to the praise and worship stuff. So, so that may that may be the six o'clock fix then. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they have to be there a little longer, but then <clears throat> you're getting time to work on right. it. But uh, or if there was a Sunday where the orchestra was not going to play, mm -hmm. if they don't play on Sunday, they can take that Wednesday or whatever to rehearse mm -hmm. it. But yeah. uh, I don't know. What do you guys do? You plan extra time or uh, usually that same way and. Okay. Uh, what I do like about Planning Center is that it comes on my phone, mm -hmm. and I can put my earbuds in any time and listen to any song we're going to do at any given time of the day. Mm -hmm. And the uh, reason why I like it, too, is he puts all the PDFs on there. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I don't even need to come here to find my music. I'll just find it all on my Planning Center, and I can follow right along as I'm listening to, to everything. Mm -hmm. So when I get here on Wednesday nights, it's not like I don't know nothing. I know exactly what's yeah. gonna, what should happen mm -hmm. where. And uh, how Patrick does it is he has his little metronome, that little gizmo up there on his stand over here. Yeah. And he just finds the songs through the computer and he hits them and then the, the click track comes on. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we play to the click track, sometimes we don't need to. Mm -hmm. But um, he'll say this is, this is the, 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 the tempo, this is the way it should sound. And then if he needs to in the end, he'll bring the praise band in because there are some of the tunes there that we don't play but you, you need to listen to somebody else. Oh, yeah. So the praise band will be there too, and we can hear all that together, and everybody will know when to come in. So, what are your thoughts on in-ear monitors for not only praise band but orchestra? I've never the monitors. Well, I've never had as far as the orchestra. I've never had. Yeah, we use earbuds. All the orchestra does. All the orchestra. He had to reconform the whole orchestra where. Sure. We had, yeah. we had to. That's what we're looking at. Yeah, I, I don't know if you've been downstairs yet, but we all are behind baffles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, everybody is uh, sound shaped. Everything is sound shaped, so uh, nobody is really overpowering somebody else. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, what do you mean by sound shape? Uh, we, we've that. got Noble. He's our sound man in the uh, in the back, uh -huh. and he'll know for who to turn up and who to turn down. Oh, okay. Through your ears. Mm -hmm. You don't have your separate ID on. And of course, you have your ears on, so you're always hearing the tempo. And uh, for how I was told, because I would, I never, I'm on, I'm old school. I never did like this stuff, anyways. Mm -hmm. But uh, Patrick finally walked up to me and says, "Will, you need to go on the beat. You need to go on tempo." Because we found out in this big room that when Scott goes like this or I go like this, the, uh, the orchestra's playing, but you're coming one, you're coming like that behind the beat. And he says, we need to have you right on it. And he says, with you hearing in the earbud and hearing the actual click track that we're going by, the entire orchestra's going by, that puts everybody right on the same, oh. right on the same time. I said, that, that makes sense to me, sure. Well, I've never seen the whole orchestra, but yeah, that'd be, depending on the size of your orchestra, that could be a lot of... Uh, yeah, we're, we're talking about it, but I just, I mean, it would be a great idea, it's just, I don't know, we just it, said, it, we're not there yet, so. Yeah, it gets the monitors are, yeah. we're challenged, because we got all of, you know, Yeah, it, it gets some used to it. So you got 30 in-ears for the, each player? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can see some hanging over there. But you don't control them with your own separate avion hogs. No, the only there. guy that controls most of his would be the drummer. Yeah. So do you just hear the, the metronome? So we just hear the metronome. Of course, the only thing you have is your, your uh, volume. Yeah. So you can turn your, 
your your volume up or down. Oh, okay. But you'll hear the click track, and, and the good thing about the click track, because this happens to me every so often, is because I can't see the director all the time, is uh, uh, Patrick's voice will come in at certain points, and he'll say, uh, measure 35. Oh, you can hear him, it, too. You can hear it in there. Oh. He'll say, measure 67. So if you're at 65, <laughs> and you, you fell behind by some reason, and he says 67, boom, I can jump over real quick to 68 and be back with everybody else. Oh, wow. <clears throat> See how that would be helpful. But I, I always tell my young players, even even the guys that are not in my section, I say, just think of everything as phrasing. Just think of everything as 4 and 8 and 16 and 32. That way you'll always know how the structure of the, the, uh, the praise songs coming out, because that's the way verses and choruses are set up. They're set up in little chunks like that. Yeah. And you just repeat back and come back. I said, when you learn it that way, and you learn your phrasing, I said, you'll never, one thing, you'll, you probably most times won't get lost, but it's a whole lot easier to play, too, because you won't be so worried about having to count every measure. I said, sometimes you do have to count every measure, especially with the odd meters, but in most cases, if you just play straight for us, you don't need to count. You just have to just know your phrasing. Mm -hmm. so you know when to transition into something else. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> Um, looking through to see what I haven't talked about. Uh, with sustaining your church orchestra, then, um, you know, if you can, you can take time off to go visit other churches, too. It's kind of like me with, well, like today, doing that and seeing the other, it gives you ideas. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it helps to do that. Same thing with a shorter band, I'll go to conferences and I listen to other bands and it gets you excited and gives you ideas. Mm -hmm. So if you can do that, or even just going to YouTube or watching online videos of, of other churches to kind of get you excited. I, I like going to First Baptist Atlanta and seeing Jeff Cranfield uh, and his orchestra too, so. Uh, yeah. And uh, the other thing is, you know, mixing up the, the genres a little bit, so if you can have maybe a jazz band one Sunday or kind of a swing ensemble do something, or uh, we've had uh, a bluegrass ensemble play, so. Mm -hmm. Just something to mix it up so it's not the same thing week after week. Um, and then give some other instrumentalists time off too. Uh, I, I think that's good to mix that up a little bit too. Uh, especially as an audience member right now at my church, it seems like every, you know, sometimes it's like week after week it's the same thing. So to get something different is kind of mm -hmm. nice. Um, and, uh, well, I mentioned that too already. So uh, one last thing I have on here. And, I don't know where this really falls at, but uh, with your praise band, if you can have, uh, I don't know if you have several drummers that can play, but make sure you have them on a rotating basis, like bassists and guitarists and your drummers, just so, for one thing, if something happens to one, you have a backup, but also to uh, to give other people a chance to play, because uh, at some point, they may be leaving, <laughs> and then you may not have one. So if you have at least three that you're rotating around each month, that kind of helps too. But uh, Yeah, we, we just lost our drummer, and so we're looking for the next person because we never know when the backup right. is now playing full-time is going to you know, be sick or something. So uh, we just have it. It's a process. Yeah, and, and I know they just don't fall in your lap either, so you got to go And I, I don't want to get it to the point to where they're, I mean, Every every morning, every and, and it's just nonstop. We'd like to have a rotation. I don't know if you guys have a rotation. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'd be great if we did. But right now, we're just not at the point where we can do that. Um, so. 
one of these dates. Yeah, I mean, a couple of weeks. Something, so. if you can work it out, it'd be great. Uh, <laughs> and I found that, in my own opinion, that the drummers that we have here, we have five that rotate out. Uh -huh. But the ones that can't wow. read music are the best. Yeah. I mean, just they, because they're, they're, they're here, they're, they're feeling yeah. the whole thing. Mm -hmm. and, and they, I, like I was explaining about the transitions and stuff with the um, phrasing stuff, they already know how to do that. So they just know when to just, mm -hmm. and all that stuff they play is not written. I mean, they just, hear it. They just yeah. hear it and they know how to, they just know how to, um, like, fill. That's it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, any other questions or? So how did, how do you, how do you, how would you typically, and I'm, hopefully I'm doing it right, but I mean, I usually run the, the songs that we're doing a couple weeks out first, warm up, uh, you know, what we're doing typically on, on that Sunday, usually in the middle, uh, and then we typically run. Uh, if I've got something three weeks out, I may, if I have time, I'll, I'll try to work through it. Uh, and I try to hit the highlights of maybe the worship songs. Um, how do y'all typically work the rehearsals? When you got you got what an hour and a half, say? Yeah, I usually start out with my worship songs first. Did you run the whole thing or just segments? <clears throat> uh, sometimes the whole thing, sometimes segments, you know. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I'll do if the choir's doing the number, especially with orchestra, and I run it next. And then whatever, then I, after that, I will work ahead for the next couple of Sundays, mm -hmm. new stuff that we're going to do. Plus, try to work in the Christmas stuff too. So, do you give roadmaps to all the songs? Prior to that, I mean, do they have a sheet of? I don't know how. Well, uh, when I was at Starkville, in the planning center, he would have the roadmap in the yeah. on the planning yeah. center. Yeah. yeah, So that would help. And then when you print off the sheet, you've got the roadmap on there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, sometimes we still had to ask for clarification, but, <laughs> but it changes. And it does change, right? Yeah. Uh, and or sometimes he may forget the roadmap and take a different turn, and you're trying to catch up with. Well, him, and, but, and that's, uh, that happens. And that, yeah, it does happen. Yeah. The pro presenter will be, you know. But I think I would do it if if I had the orchestra going right now. I would do everything I needed to do first for that coming Sunday to make sure it's in working order mm -hmm. and make sure I have plenty of time to work on it. And then I would do the other stuff at the end. But I mean, if you're able to do it, that's fine too. Like I said, well, I the challenge is the time because uh, right. we start and then it seems like as soon as we uh, we just run out of time because we have to we have to move because we go from the orchestra room. To the sanctuary, so we can run everything, um, and then inevitably we, we have a hard time running everything because it's just got to move everything down. We got to get hooked up and ready to go, and the, and the choir has to move, and it's just it just takes the time. Choir rehearse. Choir rehearse in the choir room, oh, okay. uh, and so we've got uh, we just started an orchestra. For many many years, it would all be together, uh, but now we've got them separate because it's just gotten too. Can you rehearse, could you rehearse in the sanctuary with the uh, instrumental? No, because we meet in a sanctuary. They'll have a service. They have oh, okay. Study on Wednesday night. So that's the. Because we would always meet in the sanctuary. It would be that. And the would choir would come and join us. So that, yeah. Or sometimes we even go to the choir room or uh, start rehearsal or just have the whole rehearsal in the choir room. Yeah, and choir. we've done that, but I'm, like I said, it's just getting. It's almost unmanageable. As you know, I mean, I. I what do you do when you've got to work the choir and then you've got so many parts you got to work on the orchestra and so one, one group is kind of sitting, so. Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's, a, it's a challenge. But, uh, so I, I just am kind of curious to see how. No, that's good. That's what, I mean, yeah, you just 
ask around and see how they do things and see what works for you. Yeah. And you don't meet early with the orchestra on, on Sundays, do you? Yeah, we do. We meet at 9. Mm -hmm. I bring the choir and the orchestra into nine, and we go straight through praise and worship and what the choir is going to What time does your service start, or what time does your Sunday school start? It's 9.50. 9.50. Uh, so that gives us about at least 30, 35 minutes. So we, so we bring our praise team in, yeah. the praise vocalists and praise band. Well, I do the whole thing, do the praise to everybody comes into it. Praise mm -hmm. band, praise team, orchestra, and choir. So we bring them in at 8, and then we have Sunday school at 9.15. Mm -hmm. So they go off, and then we have you know, church at 11.30. So, and we talked about, you know, bringing the orchestra in at, at 8. It's hard to get them there at 8 in the, in the morning, talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yes. so I struggle to get them there at 9. Yeah, yeah. so, uh, get one, obviously one service. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess it's so much uh, situational dependent, you know. It's like, it is, because... Okay, What's going to work with this culture at this church? And because right. uh, I don't, th I'm trying to remember because this came up in the last thing. Like in Starfield, I don't think we had a Wednesday night service. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was. It's kind of it's us. a prayer. I mean, it's a it's a prayer meeting basically. Yeah, I think so. it was a prayer meeting, but we were able to rehearse in early. I mean, it was like seven to eight or something. Mm -hmm. Whereas now this church we're at, uh, rehearsal is eight to nine on Wednesday night. So I stay home with my son because I got to get him to bed. Well, see, was, well, we got three young boys too, and I yeah. I just. Yeah, that wouldn't work because we we live thirty minutes away from the church, so by oh. the time we got home, it would be right. It'd be tough. I mean, the next morning, as you know, the next one would be all right. It's good. The one time we did the orchestra, he was there with us, and we did it right at the beginning. We ran it, and right. I took him home. My wife stayed because she accompanied. So yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's another reason why it's hard to get the orchestra to start at this church because I just can't juggle with, yeah. would juggle with him a little bit. So, uh, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, just so, you know, the church schedules just he's got to figure out what works and, but you really can't go from has to be Wednesday or Sunday you really can't be another night well we actually used to practice on a Monday night oh okay yeah for many many years we practiced on a Monday night but it's so difficult I mean I don't know the challenge is we have a lot of young folks that play and, and some of them have kids and it's just it's a challenge when they're meeting an additional night during the week and then child care how do you what do you do with child care? You guys have child care? We do. Yeah. <clears throat> there was child care at Starkville, I know. Uh, yeah. But I, there isn't at this church during well, so it's late. It's 8 to 9, most. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Pleasant Valley South in Rome, they do their orchestra rehearsals on Sunday afternoon at 4, right before the evening service. Hmm. Well, we have our you have praise band coming at 4.30. Yeah, okay. To, so, but we're, we're talking about starting to you know, have everybody there on Sunday nights, so we'll see how that that pans out, which just sounds like a an incredible opportunity because I think so many so many churches aren't aren't doing Sunday nights anymore and yeah. you know, we want to reach the lost and I think that's a incredible way to do it. You don't want to burn them out though. So no. out. So you're talking about doing an orchestra on Sunday night? Yeah, too? but you know, it alternate, maybe bring in a, the youth choir, maybe bring in the children's oh, okay. choir, maybe do like some of the stuff that you were talking about, additional groups, I think, would yeah. be interesting, so. Okay. Uh, sorry, I don't have an answer for that one. Yeah, right. Like I said, everybody, and I knew coming into this, like everybody has their own thing, and it's just kind of really hard to mm -hmm. to know what what's best or, yeah. with your schedule. But uh, 
So I hope you got something out of this or helped some. And uh, mm -hmm. if you have any questions, let me know. Uh, I had cards somewhere. Like I said, I don't have all the answers, but uh, be glad to. If you just need to run something by me, I'll be glad to listen and see if I can help too. So do you know Paul Neal then? Were you there when Paul Neal and Paul Dallas did? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. So. Good friends. And then the his wife, Amy, teaches at uh, Shorter too. I don't know you. Oh, hey, I'll give this one to Patrick. Oh, okay. So uh, now, did you have several years teaching uh, secondary? Is, yeah. Yeah. Um, before moving to here to Rome, I was at uh, Starkville Academy, which is a K through 12 private Christian school. Mm -hmm. But then that's when I got hired. Uh, well, not long after I got that job, then I was asked to do the orchestra at the church. Right. So, uh, and then before that, I was uh, well getting my doctorate. And then I've taught in Illinois and I Iowa and Mississippi. And oh goodness. So, but this is my first higher ed job. Is it shorter? I see. I did some adjunct, I think, at uh, Cedar Rapids at Coe College. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but, well, yeah. Illinois, I guess I just did my student teaching. That's where I went. I was born in Illinois, so I did my student teaching yeah. there. I went to Eastern Illinois University, met my wife, and then we moved to Iowa. And she started grad school, mm -hmm. and I taught uh, for two years. Went to grad school, taught grad school, back right. and forth. So. Yeah. Get it done eventually. Yeah, I got it done. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna give you. I have some left over from this morning too, if you want. Yeah, great. So you're teaching another one tomorrow on. Let's choose music or something. So, or choosing appropriate music or something. I guess I need to look at that tonight. Fair one. See, that one would be. That's I think some of the challenges that we're having is we have to learn very quick. So. How, how are, you, are you guys doing any kind of preludes or anything? No, we do like a, we do a countdown, you know. Yeah. In our church, and then we start, but as soon as the countdown goes, we start worship. So we don't do any preludes. Did you ever do any kind of preludes? We did do. Every once in a while, he'd ask us. He, he tried like once a month to try to do an orchestra prelude. Yeah. So, uh, but oh, yeah. You know the preludes quite a bit? Yeah. I think our pastor wants us maybe every week or two. With, so. Which is good. I mean, it's it's basically a warm up, but it's the challenge is finding songs that are upbeat, mm -hmm. exciting, you know, for you know people coming in, but also that are pretty straightforward and, and not too difficult to learn. Um, yeah. Well, this this is what I was telling Patrick one time. I said, um, <clears throat> there's one thing probably you should probably try to incorporate within the orchestra would be. Uh, if we could think about giving a concert at another church. Uh, in some ways, I kind of feel that every musician needs something to look forward to, mm -hmm. and they also need a challenge and a different place, a different venue to go. Right. And uh, I said, it would, it, being at another church, number one, you're supporting that church's musical group, their, their orchestra, and they can play with you too. Ah, imagine that. Yeah. And then number two, uh, your 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 orchestra is meeting their congregation, so there's fellowship there. Mm -hmm. And then number three, it, it's, you're you're doing all this Lord's work, and then you're not only evangelizing amongst amongst each other, but with, with one another as you're traveling. So everybody has to get to know one another when they go. 
And some churches do, uh, like the orchestra puts on a spring concert too, and just right. mm -hmm. play some of the music they've done throughout the, the year. I always thought that was a good idea. I never did that at Starkville, but it yeah. would be neat to do that.